guys. What is happening? Happy Friday. Happy weekend to you all. Hope you guys are doing good out there. Hope everything is all well. The weather is great where you are and you're planning a great weekend. I know I am. I'm getting the hell out of town. I don't know. I just I just need a change of pace, a change of scenery. So I hope you guys are going to do the same thing, especially if you're miserable like I am lately. <laughs> just being where I'm at is just a, never mind. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Okay, let's get right to it. I do have a couple of stories I'm going to put out there. I'm going to, try, again, I, I'll, I say it every fucking episode. I know I, I should be slapped <laughs> numerous times for saying it, but I'll try to make it as short as possible uh, this episode because I got a lot to do. I want to pack and get out of here. All right. Well, there was a couple of stories that kind of uh, jumped out at me this morning as I was uh, starting off on, with my coffee, getting my morning news. And uh, this is the one that kind of got to me. The first thing that I was uh, coming across. It seems that Joe Biden was at some sort of Democrat fundraiser, I think it was. Let me see. Yeah, it was a fundraiser. And uh, he started invoking the terminology of Armageddon, nuclear confrontations, stuff like that, which really kind of shocked me because I never heard a president come straight out and a so-called president, I'll just say, just come out and say, hey, you know, uh, prepare for Armageddon. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. That's a red flag for me. Just saying. But, um... I don't know. There does seem to be some audio video um, from a general, uh, a gentleman, excuse me, named General Jack Keane. He's a retired general. And I guess he has something about uh, what's going on with the whole Russian-Ukrainian conflict. We'll get into that in a second. First, I want to check out this headline. It, it was definite clickbait for me this morning. It just says, Biden invokes possibility of Armageddon and Democratic fundraiser speech so let me touch base with this real quick let's go ahead and um check this out i'm, I'm just going to read a little bit of this it's very short it just says president Biden said in an address to the democratic senatorial campaign committee on thursday night that the country under his leadership is as close to armageddon as it has been since the cuban missile crisis back in the 1960s yeah definitely under your watch sir <laughs> This is definitely a Biden blunder in the making. What are we talking about? Come on, man. Uh, speaking at a fundraiser in New York, Biden addressed uh, Rus- Rus- Russian, excuse me, <laughs> God, President Vladimir Putin threatening to use a nuclear weapon. Quoting Putin was not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons, Biden said, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Russian has hinted several times at the possibility it could unleash weapons of mass destruction in its battle with Ukrainian forces if Putin believes the fate of the country is at risk. Ooh. Quoting, I want to remind you that our country also has various means of destruction and for separate components and more modern than those of NATO countries. And when the territorial integrity of our country is threatened to protect Russia and our people, we will certainly use all the means at our disposal, Putin said in an address last month. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it could be a bluff and everything like that. I don't know, man. I mean, we're talking about a psychopath here. I mean, this guy's pretty much committed genocide on the Ukrainian people when you think about it. So I, I don't know, man, where he's going with this. 
I don't think any president I can think of, and since I've been alive, has, has talked about nuclear confrontation. I mean, what the fuck, man? Biden should not be near that nuclear football whatsoever, man. White House officials have said the Biden administration has communicated directly with Russian officials about what kind of response using a nuclear weapon would bring, while officials have said they aren't going to pu share publicly what the U.S. response would look like, they have said it would be catastrophic. That's kind of funny because this morning I was watching, you know, Fox News and they were they were talking like there are people inside the White House that are saying, "No, this is <laughs> this is all wrong. What the language Biden is using is all wrong." I don't know. I mean, the the guy is just out of touch with reality. I, I don't know what the. He should not be in charge of the free world. He really should not. Not at this point. If we're talking like uh, nuclear confrontations and words like Armageddon and catastrophic, I don't like that. I don't like that type of talk. Quoting, I don't think there is any such thing as the ability to easily use a tactical weapon and not end up with Armageddon, Biden said at a Thursday evening speech. All right. Well, there you go. Biden is putting a lot of scare into some people. I mean, I'll be, I'll be first to admit, I'm concerned when you start using language like that because if you're using language like that and I'm hearing it, guess what? Other people around the world are hearing that too, and people don't want to hear that language. Trust me. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's listen to this report. If, this, if, if I can pull it up, just a second. Okay, I think I got it queued up. Pulling up video and audio from Fox News is really tricky. Same with the New York Post. I don't know what the deal is. But let's take a listen to this, see what they've got to say. Again, this is General Keene, retired. And uh, I guess he's got a, a view of what's going on, uh, his own opinion on what's going on here. I don't, well, let's take a listen to find out what the hell it's all about. Ukraine delivering yet another embarrassment to Vladimir Putin, retaking a key city in an eastern region Putin claimed on Friday that Russia has annexed. This is former CIA director David Petraeus warns Putin the U.S. will, quote, destroy Russian forces if he uses nuclear weapons. Mm. He is losing. And the battlefield reality he faces is, I think, irreversible. In other words, over the last seven months, President Zelensky and Ukraine have mobilized vastly better than has Russia. Retired General Jack Keane, Fox News senior strategic analyst, joins us now. Uh, great to see you, General Keane. So let's get right to it. If Putin were to be bold and stupid enough to use nuclear weapons, the high probability that radiation from the strike would affect a member of the alliance that could possibly be construed as an attack against NATO and NATO. fall under Article 5. So with that said, how desperate is Putin right now? Well, he is pretty desperate because obviously he is losing this war and the, <clears throat> the things he's trying to do are not going to make a difference. He's annexing you know, four regions uh, inside of Ukraine because he's lost so much territory, he's trying to create a false narrative that he's actually gaining territory and he wants a political victory. But that's very hollow because we know full well that the Ukrainians are in all of those four territories and in two of them, they're actually taking terrain and retaking territory as we speak. He's mobilizing supposedly 300,000 troops 
But the fact is, his military commissars have been given a quota, so they're going beyond reserves and forcibly conscripting soldiers. And what he's putting together is a hodgepodge of physically and medically unfit people, as well as people who are not psychologically and emotionally prepared <laughs> to go to terrain and go to Ukraine and fight and potentially die uh, for that fight. So those two problems, are, those two issues are not working way, very well for him. By the way, not a single country has re recognized the annexation. And then to, to your point, uh, he's, he's using uh, the threat of the use of nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. But if he used a nuclear weapon, mm. it almost guarantees that he loses decisively. The intent to use a nuclear weapon, Julie, would be to force the Ukrainians to surrender and ends the war. It would be the culminating event, either a single weapon on a population center or a weapon, uh, multiple weapons against the Ukrainian deployed forces. Uh, and what result would come of that? The fact is Ukrainians are not going to surrender under any circumstances. Right. They've already openly discussed yeah. the use of a nuclear weapon. And, you, and Russian forces can't fight on a nuclear radiated battlefield. Right. So the fact is the United States and NATO would respond, not with of nuclear weapons, not even with troops on the ground. Yeah. But they would attack with air power and missiles. Yeah. We yeah. know where every organization that Russia right. has on the battlefield is located. It would be devastating. It guarantees he loses. All right. Yeah, I'm going to stop it right there. That's kind of my mindset about the whole thing. If he did use a nuke on Ukraine, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure NATO would respond. Again, I don't think it would be a nuclear retali retaliatory strike back. I think because, again, he would use the nukes on Ukraine and not anywhere else, like in Europe or any NATO territories or something. If he did that, that would be game over for him and a lot of people. That can go really south real quick. It's wild, man. I, I, all that talk about nuclear engagement, that, that's just, that's wild. Nothing ever has been seen since Hiroshima and Nagasaki when the U.S. hit them, you know, hit Japan. It'd be just, it would be, yeah, and we've seen how, you know, just take a look at that footage. That, that was just devastating. I mean, we're in a modern time. We're in the 21st century. We don't need this bullshit. I mean, got to go with diplomacy, man. Straight up. Well, let's pray it doesn't escalate to that. So, all right. Well, enough of the Debbie Downer story. Let's move to this story that I came across also that I wanted to share with you. And uh, this is a story about a Democrat mayor in, a, in one of the biggest cities, what is considered the center of the world, New York. The mayor, Eric Adams, uh, I kind of, I, I think he doesn't want to be as welcoming as he seems as a, as a sanctuary city. You're in my personal space, bitch! He doesn't want, I, I, because from this headline right here, it just says, This is unsustainable. Adams declares state of emergency in New York City after migrants overwhelm the city. Well, what's wrong? I, what's the problem? You're a sanctuary city. <laughs> What's the problem? Come on, Eric. Get with the program. What, the, 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 your, your, your constituents don't like big tents being popped up in their neighborhoods? 
<laughs> New York City's turning into a refugee camp. That's what they want. That's what the Democrats want. They want to be welcoming, inclusive. Inclusion. Right? Look, no, they don't want that. They're NIMBYs. They don't want that in their backyard. No, 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 no. We need federal government's help. Federal government ain't going to help you, man. <laughs> They're not helping te Texas. Why would they help you? Those are voters. That's how the gut. That's how the federal government sees it. Those are voters, right? That's funny, man. Let's click on this. I'm gonna see what's going on. Hold on. First off, it starts off like this: state of emergency. Adam says New York City migrant influx to cost city one billion dollars. I ain't got plenty of money coming. <laughs> what you complain about, Eric? It's not your money you're playing with. You're playing with your constituents' hard-earned money, right? No big deal. New York City Mayor Eric Adams declared a state of emergency Friday over the influx of migrants into the Big Apple and estimated it would cost $1 billion to provide them with shelter space and social services. His honor made the announcement... <laughs> his honor... His honor made the announcements in a speech... At City Hall, in which he declared the influx of migrants from south of the border had stretched the city's social safety net to its breaking point and pushed its shelter population to an all-time high. It's got some audio from him. Let's take a listen to what Eric Adams, all right, the welcoming mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, Mr. Sanctuary City, another one. Let's hear what he's got to say about all this. I am declaring a state of emergency in the city of New York and issuing an executive order. This executive order will formally direct all relevant agencies to coordinate their efforts to construct the humanitarian relief centers while also suspending <laughs> yes. certain land use requirements to expedite this process. New York City has already done more than nearly any other city to support this influx of asylum seekers. Criminals. <laughs> they're not asylum seekers. They're criminals. The majority of they're all criminals. Man, woman, child, I don't give a damn. I, I'm done with the whole, you know, compassionate angle of this whole thing. They're criminals. You put one foot in foreign soil and to our soil, our soil, excuse me, uh, a sovereign nation illegally. That's a crime. That's a federal offense, a federal felonious offense. All right. They're criminals. Okay. You want to come in this country? Fantastic. We welcome everybody, but you do it the right way. All right? Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, and as you heard, he did say we are in a crisis situation. This is a humanitarian crisis. No, what's happening at the southern border is a humanitarian crisis. Yeah, women being raped, children being raped, people, children being dumped off like bags of garbage from all the, you know, from the cartels. People are being smuggled in, transported all around the country by the Biden administration. Don't don't say, oh, it, Florida and Texas governors are doing it too. Well, they have no choice. They're flooding up their, their their areas. You know, border towns and cities are being destroyed because of these these unknown people, criminals. Uh, it started with violence and instability in South Af uh, South America, and it's being accelerated by American political dynamics that's what he says uh the crisis is not our own making but one that will yes it is he says it's <laughs> god 
scam this dude, these fucking delusional Democrats. He's, again, he says, this crisis is not our own making, but one that will affect everyone in the city now and in months ahead. No, it is of your making. The gentleman's name is uh, Joe Biden. He made this happen. He closed the border down. He stopped the construction of the wall. I thought it was Eric Adams that said that he wanted to get the wall started up again. They want, he wants, the, wants them to start building the wall again. I think he was the first openly uh, voiced Democrat that said that. Now? And now he's getting into a desperate situation. You know, because it's November. He wants to be reelected. <laughs> he wants this cleared up. He wants the federal government to do something. Uh, it's got a couple pictures of him sitting there. And then it's got a picture of this tent city. Look at this thing. It's huge. It looks like Obama's tent. I wonder if it is Obama's tent. I wonder if Obama donated it. <laughs> uh, goes on to say, Adams rattled off statistics to bolster his dire warnings. He's got a few bullet points. says more than 61,000 people are now in city shelters. Wow. A near record that officials say they will shortly exceed. Officials are renting rooms in more than 40 hotels across the city to try and keep up with the influx. Yeah. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not being a tourist. I'm not going there. I'm not going to stay in a hotel with a bunch of unknowns, a bunch of criminals. That's not going to happen. Where are these hotels? Should be giving these hotel rooms to to the homeless that are already there. The homeless veterans. I don't get it, man. That's stupid. Their priorities are all screwed up. Another bullet point, arriving families have enrolled 5,500 new students in New York City's public schools, a jump from the previous tally of 3,200. <laughs> God damn. Who's paying for this shit, man? I wonder how the teachers are loving it. Well, they got to love it. They're woke, right? They got to love it. Job security. <laughs> The mayor said he would visit the tent city his administration is building on Randall's Island to provide temporary housing for the arrivals. Hmm. And it's got a few pictures here. Uh, and it looks like a big line of migrant families and, well, I, I'll just call them criminals. Sorry. I'm sorry if that offends you, but it's the truth. Another picture, just uh, people, it looked... Look like they're just smiling, going through a, a pile of clothes inside the center. And uh, they seem pretty happy they're getting some more free shit on top of everything else they got. Like money, phone, and other clothes. Free transportation. <laughs> and we're not even taking care of our vets. Come on, man. This is crazy. Here's another picture of them all sitting down. And uh, I guess with some, uh, these are volunteers, it looks like, uh, probably with a big pile of clothes. I'm telling you, all the homeless people we have in America already. And, and these people get priority. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. And I don't know. I don't know. Officials hope the temporary facility will provide a much-needed buffer for the straining shelter system to provide 500 cots and re referral services for incoming migrants before they are placed into the system. Quoting, this is unsustainable, Adam said, of the situation. New York City is doing all we can, but we are reaching the outer limit of our ability to help. The mayor called on Congress to pass legislation to shorten the mandatory waiting period for work. 
papers for the migrants. Uh, the wait period is currently six months, a requirement that essentially forces the arrivals into the city shelter system and social safety net for an extended period of time. Social safety net, what is that? Dipping into our social security uh, fund? Is that what's going on? I know they're taking money. Uh, they're using some of the money from FEMA. That's the FEMA's getting sketchy too. I, I don't even trust FEMA under the Biden administration. They now what they're doing with Florida, that's okay. You know, they're helping out. They're doing what they should do. This situation right here, though, this is dipping into the taxpayer's pocket. FEMA's conducting illegal business. When you start doing that kind of stuff, that's basically stealing taxpayers' money. That's for us, the taxpayer. That's not for them. It's for the U.S. citizen. That's what it's designed to, to be for. It's got all the kids going to our schools now. Just like in San Diego. They did in San Diego, too. People were outraged, man. The classrooms were getting so overfilled with all these illegal immigrants from God knows where that they had to put them into the convention center. And teachers were leaving the schools and going to the convention centers and teaching the illegal children rather than the U.S. children. What are the priorities, man? There's no priorities. He, he also called on Governor Kathy Hochul, Hochul, stupid bitch, to provide financial aid and staffing support and to free up state-controlled sites to provide housing. Quoting, we need help from the federal government, we need help from the state of New York, he said. There's little chance of Hisner uh, getting his wish for uh, re reforms from Washington. I guess that's his nickname. Hisner? 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 <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. It must be a New York thing. That is nuts. Got more pictures. People off, you know, jumping off the, uh, the bus. Bunch of single young men with thumbs up. They know they're getting some free shit. Look at that, man. It's just incredible. It's just the majority of them are all single men. We don't even know where the fuck these people came from. They could be MS-13. They could be from Pakistan ready to fucking you know, blow some shit up like 9-11. Oh, we don't even know who these people are. It's crazy. Finishes off by saying virtually any attempt to, at reforming of or liberalizing the country's immigration laws are stalled in recent years due to fierce disputes over the topic of cap on Capitol Hill. Adams said Friday that New York had rented rooms in more than 40 hotels across the city to provide emergency shelter space and that he would visit the tent city his administration is building on Randall's Island to provide temporary housing for their rivals, like I said. That's funny. The whole thing is funny to me. Here he is. He's just another example of all these people like, oh, you know, we're so welcoming. Come on in, blah, blah, blah. And then when it comes to their front door, their back door, whatever, uh, they want them. They need help. They're big in the federal government. Government's uh, saying, no, we're not going to help you. Hochul? Governor Hochul? <laughs> Are you kidding? That bitch is incompetent. I don't even live there. I know she's incompetent. She's a Gavin Newsom in drag. Just like that other stupid bitch over there in Michigan, Whitmer. She's another Gavin Newsom in drag. These are incompetent people that virtue signal all the time. Oh, we love you. We're so welcoming. Come on over. Blah, blah, blah. Right? And then they get there and they're like, oh, wait, hold on a second. We go, oh, I don't know, man. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's share the wealth. Let's move them somewhere else. 
remember, remember Martha's Vineyard? That's all it is in the grand scale. It's funny to see Eric Adams. He bullshitted everybody to get him in office and shit. Uh, man, it's already been 24 minutes. Let's let's hurry up with the headlines, and then I'm going to jump out of here. I might drop in. You know, I was thinking, I got to let you guys know what's going on coming up. Uh, I, it's almost time to end this season, so I want to kind of update you guys on what I'm going to be doing. Let's quickly hit the headlines real quick. Hey, did you guys check out that Kanye West interview with Tucker Carlson last night, uh, Thursday night? It was really interesting. I mean, you know, it, it you know, they're, they're, a lot of these libs and stuff are calling him crazy and stuff like that. And he does kind of have a really, uh, the way he speaks is, it, it's, it's very deep thoughted. You know, he thinks about it a lot, you know, and you kind of got to read between the lines. But when you really look at him and how he thinks about things in general, from his perspective, it's really intelligent. He's an intelligent guy. You know, he's just not articulate in conveying his intelligence as, as well. Probably does it way, way better, you know, rapping. But interesting. I guess there's a part two uh, tonight on Tucker Carlson. Go check, hey, check it out if you do. I mean, you can find it on YouTube. It's, a, it's an interesting interview. I, I was really... Uh, it was interesting to hear what he had to say, his take on, you know, him wearing the white. If you don't even know, he, him and Candace Owens were, was wearing these White Lives Matter shirt at, I guess, at, at some fashion show in, in France or somewhere. And it became a matter of controversy. He talks about how, like, a lot of people in the black community, his so-called friends, but he, he calls them now handlers. His handlers were criticizing him about wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. He has an interesting take on that as well as you know, his take on Trump and everything else. Uh, he, he came across in the White House when he visited Trump. It's interesting. I encourage you to go check it out. So, who knows? It, it's interesting how he uh, talks about how his, I guess it's his ex-wife now, you know, Kim Kardashian, how she had a, a, a pretty good relationship with the Clintons. And he didn't even know it at the time when he was married to her. So that's an interesting take. A lot of stuff. Go, go look it up. All right, moving on. Uh, let's whip through this as quickly as possible. Uh, speaking of Kanye West, th this is some headline just says, Kanye says he's got a crush on Kylie Jenner's best friend, Stacy. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Tucker asked him about that one I'm not going to get into it but very interesting uh, New York State's top cop Kevin Brune resigns after reveal of Hochul human resources scandal probe I don't know man I just don't I can't see how you guys can vote for that chick man I'm telling you man go for that what, what's his name uh escapes me right off the top. The Republican guy. What's his name? Something Gavin? Gavin? Not Gavin. Kevin? Clevin? <laughs> it, it'll come to me later. But go for the other guy. Don't go for Hokel. Hokel is... That is... Talk, talk about incompetency. Oh. Ooh. Broncos receiver can't hide his Russell Wilson disgust after final play disaster. I'm like... Mm. I, I watched that game. I didn't really see much of it. Mayor, here's breaking news. Mayor Adams, speaking of Eric Adams, 
he had I guess he had an idea about putting migrants on cruise ships. <laughs> well, it looks like it's that whole idea is scrapped. Uh, with Norwegian, I guess he was trying to hit up Norwegian cruise uh, cruise ships to do it. <laughs> Norwegian cruise ships. Oh, you should put them on Carnival. Put them on Disney. Disney cruises. All right. Disney's welcoming. They're inclusive. Right? They're woke enough. Ask Disney. Those ships look crazy, man. You can do all kinds of shit. They can have all the illegal immigrants do water slides. They can have dances. They can, you know, they can gamble on those damn things. <laughs> the love boat. Uh, moving on. Video emerges of Draymond Green's vicious practice punch. Oh, hold on a second. Let me check this out. Seeing as I'm a Warriors fan, I got to check this out. Clickbait for me. All right, just took a look at it. You won't be able to hear nothing if you're listening. I'll just kind of tell you what it is. It, 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 I don't know. I'm just going to take a look at it. This is coming from TMZ Sports. It's about a minute. I'll try to describe what I'm seeing. I'm just curious. That's what I do. And uh, I don't know. It just shows Draymond Green, Draymond Green, excuse me, walking off or at the three-point line off at the side, and he's having some words with some other guy. I guess it's one of his teammates. I guess they're at practice, and the teammate is on the opposite side of the. And now he just goes up to another guy's face, and then the other guy. Ooh, wow. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. So this is what happens. Draymond, I guess he's a teammate. And uh, Draymond went up to the guy. I guess the guy had said some words to him or vice versa, whatever. Because we don't, we have no audio. But Draymond walked right up to him and then just kind of like put it. Yeah, I don't know how I described it. Just punched his chest right into the other guy's chest. Like, you know, like, boom, you know, come on. You want some? If you know what I'm talking about. You know, guys do that. You know, they'll just bump a guy without putting hands on him. Bump him real hard. And then the guy just came back super quick and just with both hands uh, pushed Draymond real hard in the chest. And then it just went down. He just sucked him. He sucker, sucker punched him. Or I don't know if he sucker punched him. He just kind of socked him. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. I'm going to look at this again. I would put it on video, but it's nothing you can't. I, I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll tweet it out. So they're just exchanging words. He's he's pretty far away from him at the moment. And then all of a sudden he just comes walk. Draymond walks right up to the guy. The guy's not even looking at him. Draymond says something to him. Bumps his chest. Well, he didn't, you know, Draymond really didn't bump his chest into him hard. He just kind of walked into his face. You know, literally put his chest against his. Without putting his hands out. And his hands, Draymond's hands are in his, kind of like in his waist. And then I guess once the guy pushed him back, he just clocks him. Boom, right in the face. Wow, that was a good shot, man. <laughs> I'll go ahead. I'm going to tweet this out to you guys. Pretty interesting. Take a look at it. It's a real quick video. It's like about under a minute. All right, there you go. Pretty interesting. Oh, hey, before we go any further, before we go further down the rabbit hole 
with the headlines. Let me tell you something about what Twitter's done to me. Now, I have a very small account as far as, you know, related to this this podcast on Twitter. You know, my Twitter page. Um, I had put out a tweet about a, some sort of article. I don't know if I could put it up. Hold on a second. And in this tweet, I had written down... <laughs> I had I had made a comment about some. I'm trying to find it right now. Hold on a second. Okay, I think I found it. Anyhow, what I was trying to get to. It's kind of difficult to find. Twitter has been playing games with me. I'm, I'm again. I'm not even a big account when it's related to this podcast. My other account always gets hit with shadow banning and suspensions and stuff like that, but never with with my podcast thing because I don't I don't get all derogatory. I don't get all controversial on this particular page. Anyhow. I had made a comment about these women, and <laughs> um, it, these women, what they did, they were going into a McDonald's, and then they were just fighting with, with one of the you know McDonald's workers or something, probably about an order or something like that. And anyhow, as it was happening, the woman's wig fell off her head, so I wrote something like, always at a McDonald's with the wigs dropping, right? Anyhow. It got like 286 likes, which is, you know, for me, that's pretty amazing. It's like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I don't really care. I don't, you know, crave likes on Twitter or any other social media. But it got a lot of attention, right? And it seems that it, it, I was kind of shocked about it because it, initially I had done it. I had done the same type of response on my other account, and I only got like one like. And then when when I did it on the the podcast page, it got 286 likes, and it was identical, right? And, and I was kind of thinking like, well, why is that? So I checked the analytics, and the analytics on the uh, on my original count said that there was only like three engagements. And then I look at this one; it's like over fifteen, two thousand engagements or something like that. And I'm like, man, talk about shadow banning. So Twitter's in in the business of shadow banning. And now that I look at at this thing. It looks like the author, I got, it, what had happened was they put a suspension on me. I had like an eight-hour suspension. I went to, to Twitter jail for eight hours on, on this account, my, my Twitter page account. I mean, for, for this podcast. And I was like, I was tripping. I'm like, why are they doing that, you know? And then now I look and it, seem, it seems that um, the author of the tweet, the one who was showing me, the, showing everybody the video, it was, uh, I believe it was Libs of TikTok or one of those other, or Clown World or something like that. Anyhow, it looks like that they had forced them to remove the video. <laughs> and it's nothing, it's a nothing video. You know, it was up for like a week. And now I guess because of, I guess all the backlash or something, the Twitter's told, told Clown World or whoever it was to, yeah, it was Clown World to take it down. And I can't show it to you now. I was going to show it to you guys, but I can't show it to you. See? And what's amazing, I, w I was going to do a whole rant about it because I was shocked at the fact that they put me in Twitter jail for something. I don't know. I don't know. It, there, there was nothing derogatory or nothing. It just says, always at a McDonald's with the wigs dropping. <laughs> I mean, how's that derogatory? I don't know, man. I don't know. Twitter, man. I, I, I'm just giving up on that fucking shit, man. Twitter, YouTube. YouTube, I just really haven't gotten into. 
anymore. I'm, I'm just done with them. Ugh. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> I don't know why I derail as much as I do. Um, let me just finish off. Because I want to get out of here. Where are we at? 40 minutes. It says, uh, inflation woes persist as U.S. posts weaker than expected jobs report. There's a lot of for, for hiring signs out there. Now hiring signs, I should say. There's a lot of them. I see them everywhere. I don't know what the hell that's all about. It says Sharon Osborne wants refund for $900,000 she donated to scam Black Lives Matter. She donated $900,000 to BLM? <laughs> that's too much. It says right here, Sharon Osborne wants her money back. Former The Talk co-host agreed with Kanye West about Black Lives Matter being a scam when TMZ asked her about the rapper's recent antics from his White Lives Matter shirt to his social media tirades. Quoting, well, we gave 900000 to Black Lives Matter and I'd like my money back, please, she told a reporter. <laughs> Good luck with that. State of California wants millions. Osborne, 69, did not specify why she wanted a refund, but she did express confusion surrounding the outage, the outrage over West's headline-making T-shirt at his fashion show, quoting, I don't understand why white lives don't matter. I don't understand it. It's not my culture, she said. Everybody matters, don't they? Osborne, Osborne also said West, 45, shouldn't be canceled over his actions and instead encourage people to ignore him if they don't like him. Yeah, I mean, check out his interview. It's really interesting with Tucker. Got a picture of her and uh, Ozzy. I hope Ozzy's doing well, man. I heard he was looking a little beat up and tired last time I seen him on TV. Oh, man. I think he needs to chill out before you know hurts himself. He's getting to that age, you know. The Prince of Darkness. I like Ozzy. Love his music. Goes on to say, quoting, don't go to his social media. Don't listen to his music, she said. Leave the guy alone. Let him do what he want, what he does. And if you don't like him, do that. Leave him alone. The Yeezy founder enra enraged the fashion industry and people around the world by modeling a White Lives Matter t-shirt on Monday with controversial commentator Candace Owens. West doubled down on his decision all week, proceeding to call BLM a fraud. They are a fraud. He's right. There's nothing crazy about that. They're a fraud. Even the state of California knows they're a fraud. <laughs> they're wanted for all kinds of tax evasion. And got a picture of him. I guess at the fashion show. Looks like he's wearing the same shit he was wearing when he was uh, being interviewed with Tucker. And it's got a picture of him and Candace Owens with their White Lives Matter t-shirt. I, you know... I mean, it's it's kind of, if you're going to bring, you know, discussion about the whole thing, you know, to the forefront, this is a great way to do it. Fashion week, I mean, I don't see a problem with the shirt. Not because I'm a white guy, but just because, I mean, all, I mean, in general, all lives matter. But somehow, back in 2020, during all the riot, the lefty riots, they want to demonize that term, all lives matter. All lives don't matter until black lives matter. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, she's right. Moving on. Uh, U.S. Justice Department says Trump didn't turn over all documents. 
That's coming from the left-wing Guardian, of course. And I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about this whole thing. I said, well, what about, you know, Hillary Clinton's 300,000 emails she destroyed? She didn't turn those over. Obama, he did the same thing. They even found shit on him. I mean, that's already documented. He take, he took, He's taken stuff, you know, after he was president, back with him home, right? And uh, the archives, the Department of Archives, what is it called? The Archive Nation? <laughs> Those people in the archives, whatever. They wanted, you know, some of the stuff he had. George Bush, Bill Clinton, every president's taken stuff. You know, from their, you know, time in office and taking it home. I guess a lot of people do that, you know, just out of, you know, I guess for memory. I don't know, for uh, what you would call just kind of, uh, you know, mementos, I guess. I, I don't know. But it just, that it just seems like a dead end right there. I think that's just for the whole January 6th committee. They still haven't released their report, I don't think. I don't think they're going to do it before the the midterms I think there's some sneaky scandal going on I don't know what the hell it, it's just a big waste of time and money uh, California middle class tax refund payments go out starting Friday see how much you'll get yeah I heard about this so supposedly people in California are going to get a thousand dollar check from a thousand dollars and fifty one thousand fifteen I think that's the number some crazy number uh, from the governor, which I, I assume is, to me, that's bribery. I mean, it's my money anyway. I mean, it's taxpayer money. But he's going to give it to everybody. I think it is a way to relieve, you know, the edge of higher gas prices and inflation in California. You know, all the idiot has to do is just kind of suspend the gas tax we have. It's approximately a dollar fifty a gallon, not fifteen fifty. $1.50 a gallon can be relieved at the gas pump here in California if he was to suspend the gas tax. The gas tax. And all that $1.50 a gallon, they, we don't see it. The roads are still screwed up. You know? I mean, it, 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 we don't see Where's that money? Where's that lottery money for the schools? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, none of the money. They keep taxing, but none of the money is being used. I don't get it. Oh, I get it. No, I, I do get it. I take that back. I do get it. They're pocketing our money. They're hustling. They're grifting. Let's see how much they're going to give us. I, I, I believe it is $1,000. $1,000 some dumb number. I don't know what it is. You know what? And they, call it, they say he's helping. It's a refund. That's all it's doing. He's refunding our own money. Yeah, here it is. I got a news report on it. Just says, first paragraph, just says, millions of qualifying Californians will receive up to $1,050 as part of the state's middle-class tax refund program. The first round of payments are set to go out Friday. So I guess there's more than one. Listen, I still haven't received all that shit during the pandemic. I still haven't received anything from all that bullshit. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Let's take a listen to this, see what they got to say. This is coming from Eyewitness... Seven ABC Seven. I don't. That doesn't. I don't think that's my Bay Area. ABC Seven. I don't know. I don't recognize these people. Maybe it is. I don't know. Let's take a listen. 
Everything's skyrocketing. Millions of Californians could start seeing rebates hit their bank accounts today. Yeah, Marco Robles live in the newsroom with what we can expect. Mark. Yeah, John and Rachel, good morning. Isn't it a nice feeling when it's payday? This is part of the state's gas rebate program, also known as the middle class tax refund. The governor's office says payments will range from $400 to slightly over $1,000 for couples who file their taxes jointly. For individuals, you could get anywhere from $200 to $700. How much you get depends on how much money you made. The refund will come either as a direct deposit or a prepaid debit card, and it may take up until January of next year to arrive. The state estimates 18 million payments are going to be distributed. <laughs> now, this all comes as we have dealt with January. record inflation this year. We are paying more for pretty much everything, but the main focus has been on our gas prices. Overnight, the average in L.A. County dropped to, well, dropped four cents, now to 6.45. That is still extremely high, especially considering a year ago at this time, get this, we were paying 4.43, more than two dollars <laughs> less. Now, if you want to find out how much money you're going to get from the state, we have a calculator on our website. Just head to abc7.com. You're going to see the link right there on the homepage. The prices for just how about you just keep the money, man? I don't know, man. I mean, well, if you want to give it to me, I mean, that's kind of foolish of me to say. Just give give me the damn money. Just do it. Just give me the fucking money. I don't, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's a. <laughs> I guess they call it a tax refund. Come on, man. And what if people didn't file? What if people were so broke they didn't even make no money because they were forced to, you know, be homeless, you know, and they were just striving on, on general assistance or whatever people do, you know, when they're trying to make ends meet. Well, are they going to get some money? Because they have, to, they have to go to work. They have to put gas in their car to get to work, you know. They have to put food on the table for themselves and their children and their families. Right? So, I don't know. Hey, it just, it, I mean... Granted, it's our money, but, I mean, to me, it just seems timely that they're announcing it, you know, what, less, about a month before the midterms or before uh, Gavin Newsom's re-election. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it seems like a fucking hustle, you know? Approximately 23 million tax-paying California residents are eligible to receive the payments with smaller payments going to higher earners. The payments, which are technically tax refunds, are meant to help addressing rising costs, according to Governor Gavin Newsom's office. Newsom and state lawmakers reached a deal for the refunds back in June when gas prices were shattering records or above $7 a gallon. Yeah, it, it is already at 7 around here in the Bay Area. Forget it, man. Forget it. Uh, just... I pray to God fucking these radical Democrats get the fuck out of power in California so the state can get back to the way it was. Where people would be proud to call it a, a great state. Right now it's just a state in shambles. Uh, moving on. In Hunter Biden probe agency evidence of tax and gun purchase crimes. Yeah. He's going to go down, man. He's got to go down. They won't, they won't do, they will not indict him until after the midterms. I guess they feel that this is going to put a lot of shade on Biden. If it puts shade on Biden, it's going to put shade on the Democrats, and Democrats want to want they want to win. You know what I mean? That's what they want. So just seem, just indict his ass. And if they do indict his ass, go ahead and lock his start investigating his stupid father, the so-called fake president. Hunter Biden. Twitter explodes over news: federal agents have enough to file charges against president's son. Yeah, do it. Do it. 
<laughs> Let's lock him. Start locking up the Bidens. Did you hear that thing about Joe Biden? Says he told some guy. I guess it was a mayor down in uh, what was it, in uh, Florida. Yeah, uh, when he was uh, looking at all the damage on, in, in, you know, he was scouting and surveying the area, and he he under a hot mic he told the guy uh, the mayor he goes nobody fucks with the Biden, <laughs> you know, and it's like who's he been talking about you know that you know what I mean? He's there to survey damage after the hurricane Ian, and he's talking. He just out of nowhere tells the mayor nobody fucks with the Biden. <laughs> I gotta get that audio, man. It's pretty fucking funny. Hmm. KGO host talks about Bay Area radio stations abrupt sign off. I don't know what that's all about. That's a per- that's a local thing. I won't get into. Brave Ozzy Osbourne looks frail as he goes for a walk in Los Angeles, and I was just talking about him. And uh, I don't want to. I'll pull it up, but I don't know if you'll hear anything. You'll probably hear an advert here in a second. I just want to look at a picture of him. Says brave Ozzy Osbourne was seen out on a walk in Los Angeles. Said her heart breaks for him. The rock and roll legend Henry Three was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, slowness in movement, and currently is incurable. Ozzy was seen walking up and down the L.A. street walls. AIDS were around, uh, I guess, around him. There he is. God damn. What the hell's wrong with my picture here? There he is. I don't know. To me, he still looks like Ozzy. He looks all right, but... Yeah, he, I don't know. He's got to stop with the TV shows and everything. I like Ozzy, man. I like his music. Hope I hope he can, I mean, he's getting in age, you know. We're all growing up. We're all getting older. So, I don't pray for him. Hope he gets through it. And, uh, California Sheriff calls killing of kidnapped Merced family pure evil. And, uh, it's moving on. All right. That's about it. It is Friday, guys. I am done and out of here. I gotta get ready. I'm gonna make the most of it, and I want you guys to make the most of it too. I don't want. I want you guys to make sure you go out there, have a great time, stay away from the fucking news. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of bad news out there, as you've heard. So, just stay away from the news. Go enjoy your time with your family and your friends. Go out and make the most of it. Don't drink and drive. You don't want to go to jail, and you don't want to end up in arraignment on Monday because you got to come back and listen to my podcast. Oh yeah, and before I go. Let me kind of just tell you what's going on here with my scheduling. Real quick. Um, next week, I don't know if I'll be putting out three episodes. I might be putting out maybe two or maybe even one. Um, as I will be finalizing this season, season six. Um, and then I'll probably be off until... Oof. Through November... Oh, no, no. Yeah, probably I'll be back in November before Thanksgiving. I will put out a special Halloween episode for you guys. So be on the lookout for that. And the only way you'll know when that drops is when you go ahead and you check out my uh, Twitter page at The Real WOD. Go check that out. And then that way you'll hit the notification bell and you'll know exactly when I drop episode stories and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I think. Next week, I'm going to sign off for a little while. I got things I got to do in my own personal life as I prepare for the holidays coming up. So, but I will put out, like I said, the Halloween episode. And then I'll come back probably eh, right after Thanksgiving, I'm thinking. Probably a day after that. Or maybe 
on Thanksgiving. I'll have a Thanksgiving special. I don't know. But I need some time off. I need about a month. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll update you on that next week. But again, next week, maybe two episodes, like Tuesday or Thursday or something like that. Or maybe, I don't know. Just hit that notification bell on Twitter. You'll know when. And uh, I'd appreciate that. All right. That's about it. Thank you so much for stopping by, guys. I hope you guys keep safe, like I said. And uh, well, I already said that. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Don't drink and drive. Don't uh, uh, in, land in jail. All right. All right. I'm just mad. Now I'm just mumbling and bumbling and whatever. I'm lost in thought. Okay, guys. I'm done. I'm out here. I'm a ghost. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day and weekend. And I will talk to you next week. Stay tuned. It will get pretty interesting pretty soon on Halloween. Look out for that. I'm going to make a special episode for you guys. All right. Oh, and by the way, when I take my time off, go over to my YouTube and Rumble pages. I'll be putting up a lot of stuff there for you guys. So usually when I'm not rambling on the microphone, I'm rambling behind the camera. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be coming. I'm going to start getting that going again. All right. All right, guys. Till next time. Talk to you soon. Peace out.